James, a shot at history. Sort of take the lead. You should know who I am by now by this amazing voice. It's me, the one and only John O'Halloran. If you guys want to follow the social media, you should know by now Instagram, John O'Halloran15, Twitter under bar John under bar O'Halloran. If you guys want to follow, take the lead social media. It is both TTL, Pottermouth, Instagram, material if you guys want to follow, but you don't follow, but it's okay. I'm still going to plug it and make myself feel good. Anyways, I think I got a good episode for you guys. I got a lot to cover. And the first thing we're going to jump into is something with England Patriots news and their quarterback situation. Um, there's rumors going around that the Patriots uh, have shot Mac Jones. Um, Bill Belichick has shot Mac Jones for potential trade. A source told Mike Ferlello uh, of uh, Pro Football Talk. Ferlello uh, listed Las Vegas Raiders, Houston Texans, Tampa Buccaneers, and Washington Commanders possible destinations. Um, I don't see the Raiders happening. They just signed Jimmy Garoppolo, um, to the big contract. So I don't, Mac Jones would want to go to, uh, Vegas and be a backup, especially with the Raiders just signed Brian Hoyer. I think it was this week, beginning of this week or, uh, last weekend. Um, I don't see that happening. I could see the commanders happening. Commanders don't have a quarterback right now. Texans don't have a quarterback right now. Uh, Buccaneers, I don't see that happening. They just signed Baker Mayfield unless he that does happen. It would be kind of funny if that happens, to be honest. If um, if he does get traded to Tampa Bay, you know, Tom Brady left the Patriots to go to Tampa Bay. Mac Jones ends up getting traded to Tampa Bay. And since Mac Jones, you know, Patriots drafted Mac Jones to take over for uh, the duties of Tom Brady when Tom Brady signed with Tampa Bay, uh, that'd be pretty nice if that happened. Um, the Patriots hold a 14th selection in the upcoming draft, which just, I think, is like three weeks away now, something like that, and have uh, 12.9 million cap space according to Over the Cap. Jones is signed through the uh, 2024 season with a fifth year option for 2025. He has 4.2 million cap hit next season, according to uh, Stroptrick. Um, this past season, he threw for 2,997 uh, yards, 14 touchdowns, two London interceptions, finishing with a 6-8 record and 14 starts last season. Um, he missed three games due to an ankle injury, and the Patriots went 2-1 in those three contests with uh, Billy Zappi and Brian Hoyer leading the charge. Um, Jones played. Uh, Jones played last season uh, with a step back from his rookie campaign, which led uh, New England to a ten and seven record in the playoff spot. Um, you know, it was you know that big play of drop off really hurt him. Uh, could be related to uh, instruction that uh, surrounded Jones and uh, inf- infrastructure that uh, surrounded Jones in twenty twenty two. His offensive coordinator in twenty twenty one, Josh McDaniels, has left to become the head coach of the Raiders. Leave Matt Patricia as the opposite play caller. And at that time, though, when Matt Patricia took over, Matt Patricia never called offensive plays. Obviously, defensive coordinator. Um, so that didn't help. Uh, maybe that didn't help Matt Jones with. Um, 
Matt Patricia calling uh, plays. Uh, New England's offensive uh, weapons did not help him either last season. Jacoby Myers is the only uh, pass catcher to uh, eclipse 800 receiving yards. Uh, Mac Jones is 15th overall selection in 2021. He's 16-15-31 career starts, throwing for 6,798 yards with 36 touchdowns to 24 interceptions. I don't know. Um, again, I think the biggest reason with Matt Jones struggling was Matt Patricia calling the play calls. You had a guy that was been calling defense all entire career, end up taking over the offensive coordinator. I know maybe um, maybe Bill O'Brien can um, save um, Matt Jones' career. You know, Matt Jones, Bill O'Brien, I believe was offensive coordinator for the Patriots when Matt uh, Tom Brady was there. I gotta look that up. Um, So he was office assistant. This is uh, uh, Bill O'Brien. I uh, was office assistant for the Patriots 2007. Wide receivers coach 2008. Quarterbacks coach from 2009-2010. And Patriots offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach in 2011. So, I mean, he knows the Patriots offense. So, may, I mean, he... Look what different you no know, look we do with Tom Brady. And I mean I'm not gonna say he's gonna do the same thing with Mac Jones. I mean comparing Mac Jones to Tom Brady is like comparing apples to oranges. Um Matt is is there any team that's really wanna take take on Mac Jones? I mean you saw a couple of times this past season where Mac Jones was yelling at Matt Patricia, yelling this uh, run game effing sucks, yelling all types of things. Um you know, do you really do you think any team really wants to take that on? Um, you know, I I saw this thing on C, uh, CBS uh, ten uh, replacement options for uh, Patriot twenty twenty three if they you know do trade Mac Jones. Um, you no, know, one could be Carson Wentz. Uh, I highly doubt. Don't know signing Carson Wentz would be would be um, inking to what the Patriots did in twenty twenty when they signed Cam Newton, playing uh, injury riddle former top uh, two. Overall uh, draft pick from past uh, production. Wentz completed 62.3% of his passes for 1,755 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and an uh, 80.2 pass rating last season. He lost his job uh, in Washington under Ron Rivera. Newton's uh, former longtime head coach after a finger injury on his throwing hand caused him to miss time. Backup quarterback Taylor, Taylor Henneke came in off the bench in um, one of the locker room. Um, and pretty much ended uh, Carson Wentz's time in uh, Washington. One could be Teddy Bridgewater, you know, another third-goal quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, that has involved to a solid um, you know, backup. Uh, at this point in his career, he threw four touchdowns, four interceptions, five games, two starts in 2022. <clears throat> he also tossed um, one touchdown, one interception, while throwing for 161 uh, yards on a 12 of 19 passes in a 23-21 Dolphins uh, loss at the Patriots in his last start. Um, had to leave the game with an injured finger. Um, another one could be Jared Goff, which I don't really see that happening. You know, Alliance head coach uh, Dan Campbell seemed to squash the idea of trading Jared Goff when he downplayed the idea of trading for Lamar Jackson at the NFL uh, ownership meeting uh, last week. He said, look, Lamar is a heck of a talent. Campbell said Jackson for poor football talk. Trying to defend the guy has been something else. We played them two years ago, but man, we've got a quarterback. So I'm like, we've got a quarterback, and thank God we got one. Um, <clears throat> since Jared Goff went to Detroit, man, he's he's been on fire. The final nine games last season at Detroit won seven of them, narrowing, uh, just missing the playoffs. He threw 15 touchdowns, no interceptions. That span that included a Lions record, uh, 324 consecutive passes without an intercept with an uh, interception. 
Um, no, I don't see that happening. Um, you know, Ryan Tannehill could be one. No, he's going to be 35 years old. Ryan Tannehill took absolute beating last season. He suffered two injuries to his right ankle and a 17-14 to loss against the Chargers in Week 15. His ankle required season-ending surgery to get healthy again. The Titans are looking to move out the window of a uh, no, of competing. as um seems like they could be going through a rebuild. Trey Lance could be one. I could possibly see this happen with Trey Lance with to do the fact what's going on in San Francisco with... um. Brock Purdy probably taking over in San Francisco. Um, maybe they could draft you no know, uh, draft some draft possibilities. Could be Will Lewis from uh, University of Kentucky, uh, Hendon Hooker, uh, Tanner McKee out of um, Stanford, uh, Max Duggan out of uh, TCU, um, or they could just roll <coughs> with Billy Zappi and see where things could go with Billy Zappi. But I don't know. It's really any teams really going to take on you no know, Mac Jones. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think Mac Jones is starting NFL quarterback. Um, but then again, he's still young. He still can change his uh, career around. Like I said, maybe Bill O'Brien can help him up. But <clears throat> I just don't think Mac Jones is a NFL quarterback. Um, but then again, you can look at the, some of the talents around him. He really has no talent to throw to. You know, when you give a quarterback <clears throat> some decent weapons, you know, those weapons can make that quarterback look good, or that quarterback can make those weapons look good. <clears throat> and Mac Jones doesn't have that. And yes, the Patriots brought in um, Juju Smith-Schuster, but can Juju really save Mac Jones' career? I highly doubt it. But um, nowhere else. We're going to have to see um, you know, what, 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 what's going to go on Mac Jones. I don't think the Patriots are going to trade him. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, sorry about that, guys. Um, the Chiefs, uh, some NFL scouts rumors, a Chiefs trip to Journey will likely feature a game against the Chicago Bears. Um, according to uh, Dave Campbell of ESPN's 100 Rain in Chicago, the Chiefs will be facing the Bears in a game that will mark Chicago's third trip to Europe for a regular season game, but the first uh, trip to Germany. Um, I said it last week. I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about, the, uh, about these international games. I know they're trying to expand the game. And yes, his fans... Um, other countries, I understand why the NFL is doing it. One's for the money, and one's trying to expand the game. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about these uh, about these games in Germany and all these other games in England and stuff like that. But I understand it's money. I'm trying to expand the game, but uh, that's for any of you Chiefs and Bears fans. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Ravens submitted a uh, contract offer to Odell Beckham. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we have a three-time Pro Bowl receiver with a contract according to ESPN's Adam Scheffler. The two sides spent time together during the league's ownership meetings in uh, Phoenix last week. Um, Baltimore is obviously searching for number one wide receiver. They do pair with uh, former uh, MVP Lamar Jackson. Despite Jackson's request for a trade, uh, the franchise remains optimistic it can keep uh, him. Um, Ten and Mark Jones on the Ravens receiving uh, Corp in 2022 with 73 receptions for 874 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, they did bring in Nelson Aguilar, but I'm an Eagles fan. I know I, I already know what Nelson Aguilar can do, so that's not going to help their offense at all. That's definitely not going to keep uh, Lamar Jackson stay. Um, Oh, he's a free agent from uh, more than a year. He spent uh, he sat out the whole entire twenty twenty two season to rehab from his ACL injury he suffered in the Super Bowl. Um, 
Oh my God, guys, I'm sorry. He recorded 44 receptions for 537 uh, yards and five touchdowns. I uh, played for both the uh, uh, Browns and the Rams in 2021. Um, I don't know. You know, he's getting up there in age, just had an injury, missed all the last season. I don't know what kind of player he's going to be. Um, you know, an ACL injury is big, especially for you know, a player who's uh, he's got to be. He's got to be in his 30s. He's 30 years. He's only just turned 30 November 5th. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you want to take a chance on a player who just missed a whole, a whole entire season? Not only missed a whole entire season, but been 30 years old and coming back from an ACL injury. Um, I wouldn't take a risk on it, but I know what they're trying to do. They're obviously trying to bring him in to keep, um, you know, to keep the Lamar Jackson Baltimore. But um, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, speaking about uh, more NFL news, uh, this one actually surprised me. I'm sure it surprised a lot of people. Uh, Tyreek Hill said he's going to retire after finishing up his current contract. Uh, during an interview on uh, on the Total uh, Offensive Podcast this week, uh, Tyreek Hill was asked how much longer he plans on playing, and he gave a surprising answer. So right now he's 29, just turned 29, um, who finished his se uh, seventh season only, plans uh, to play three more uh, years. He says, uh, I'm going for 10, Hill said. I'm going to finish out this contract to Dolphins, and I'm going to call it quits. If uh, he ends up playing 10th season, that means he's calling it quits following the 2025 season, which is uh, two seasons away. Um, there's obviously no... Obviously, no guarantee that uh, Tyreek Hill will stick with the uh, timeline, but if he does, that's definitely some shocking uh, news for I don't know someone who's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Um, during the 2020 season, he caught 919 passes for 1,710 yards. Not only were both those numbers a career high, but they also ranked uh, second in the NFL. Um, So he said he plans on uh, getting into gaming. He says, I, uh, so I really want to get into gaming uh, space. He said, I really want to uh, I really want to get huge into that. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm using my uh, platform to create a, game, a gaming team, which hasn't launched yet. It should launch by the end of this month. Um, uh, I'm just going to sign different con uh, content creators, uh, different athletes. I've been working... Uh, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I've been working that, uh, talking to uh, talk to different sponsors. I also mentioned that he might want to get into business side of uh, football, that he might even consider getting into coaching. He says, I want to do so many things with my life, he said. Um, <coughs> excuse me again. Uh, that would be big. Uh, that would be, I mean, Tyreek Hill obviously one of the best wide series in the NFL. You know, the fact that he's going to retire when he's 30, 31 years old is, you know, you'd be 31 when you retire. So that, that's 30... Yeah, 31. That's young. That's young for a wide receiver, but at the same time, he's almost at the age when the receivers start to decline. And I'm not saying there's a decline yet. I mean, maybe he's looking at that and saying, you know, <clears throat> 10 years is long enough. My body's going to start breaking down soon. I've been there for 10 years. I'm one of the best in the game. I don't know. I mean... To be honest, I don't think he's going to retire. I really don't think he's going to retire. I think he's just saying this. I don't see Tyreek Hill, Ty Tyreek Hill retiring two years. If he's still, in two years from now, if he's still putting up the numbers that he's putting up now and still being the explosive wide receiver he is, I just don't see him retiring at that, that time. Maybe he's going to. Maybe he will. I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I could see him playing maybe... 10, 11, 12 years, 10, well, 11 or 12, maybe 13 years in the NFL. 
Um, but you know, if he does retire at that, that, that time frame, obviously he's making the Hall of Fame. Obviously he's going to go down as one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the game. Um, but you know, I was definitely shocked when I saw that. I, I don't know. I was just, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't see him retiring. I see him playing at least 12, 13, 12, between 11 to 13 years in the league. Um, another uh, more NFL news. Someone I've been talking about in a while. I, well, I did mention him earlier. Uh, I believe I did. Uh, Cam Newton uh, lists nine NFL teams who would uh, be willing to sign with as a backup quarterback. Um, <clears throat> so he said uh, Browns, uh, Ravens, uh, Bears, Dolphins, Titans, Eagles, Jets, and Bills are commanders. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, he could start for a lot of these teams, too. Um, he could start for the Titans. You could start for the Commanders. You could start for the um, can't start for the Browns. I mean, the Ravens depends what uh, goes where Lamar Jackson goes. I uh, I don't see him starting with the Bears. Don't see him starting with the Dolphins. I mean, Titans obviously not going to start with the Eagles. Um, Jets. I mean, it says uh, Jets or whichever uh, team Aaron Rodgers ends up with. So it seems like wherever Rodgers go, that's where he wants to go. And also says um, wherever Lamar Jackson ends up. Um, so right now those quarterbacks for those teams obviously Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Tua Tuglover, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Malik Willis, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Sam Howell. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks who are not better than him. I mean, I wouldn't mind the Eagles sign him as a backup quarterback. I would definitely take Kim uh, as a backup quarterback over Marcus Mariota. Um, that's the NFL news I got. We're going to move on to some uh, baseball guys. Uh, first one I'm going to talk about is actually some Red Sox news. It's actually Alex Verdugo calling out a Blue Jays player. Um, Alex uh, Verdugo uh, has a bone to pick with Toronto Blue Jays ace uh, Alec uh, Mohana um, in his uh, f- uh, fair uh, f- uh, to reactions on the mound. Uh, Verdugo believes that uh, Mohana cost uh, the line when he yelled at some of the Red Sox uh, teammates have struck no in the game last season. So he says, I'll say it right now. I think uh, Alec Mo- uh, Mohana goes uh, in the wrong way. 100%. I think he does. Uh, Verdu- uh, Verdugo told WBA's uh, Rob Bradford. Um, <clears throat> you can find on videos of him in AAA. Uh, it's like the in AAA uh, going like to the hitters. Last year, telling uh, French Corday on Bobby Dahlback, go sit, shit like that. I'm looking at him. He says, shit just uh, pisses me off. Uh, it should be played like, it should be played like you're celebrating with your team. Uh, you're not fucking disrespecting any other player who's at the uh, end of the day. Uh, we're just trying to compete. That's it. Um, Mohana wasn't too concerned with Verdugo's comments when he heard them. He said, "Coming from him, I don't give a shit." Uh, <laughs> Mohana told uh, Toronto Sun's Rob uh, Longley. Um, I got a video, but it's not loading. One down. Got it. Swung over the top of a slider. Strikeout number six for Manoa. Yeah, and you can see him saying to someone after that one how competitive he is. Yeah, words exchanged between Manoa and Cordero to the point where one of the umpires came in and got in between them. Looked like it might have been Alec who 
has said the first words. He gets fired up out there, and Cordero might have taken exception to it. Nothing serious. Go sit down in the half of the strikeout. Here's Bobby Dahlbeck. Dahlbeck two for two. Fastball up and in. Swings through at one and two. And you're right. Manoa, he knows his pitch count. He knows Garcia's. Kirk wants that fastball. And he got him. Fastball right down the middle. As he strikes out three in a row. And now Dahlbeck and Manoa exchanging words. I don't know. I mean, I, <clears throat> look, I understand where Alex Verdugo is coming from, but this is part of the game. This is part of the game. This is what pitchers do. It's part of the game. If Alex Verdugo can't take it, then I, I don't know. I mean, it's part of the game. It's competition. Uh, Verdugo said uh, discipline emotions on the mound is good for the sport overall. Uh, however, he believes players should use their emotions outbursts to fire up their teammates as uh, opposed to getting under the skin of the opponent. It's all that. <clears throat> I mean, that happens in games. Um, I mean, I just, I don't know what he's getting mad about. I mean, this happens in games. I mean, I mean, what happens when a pitcher pitches a, a, meatball, a meatball down the middle and then a player and a batter, you know, crushes the ball at a ballpark? What does he do? He watches it, drops the bat. Looks the pitcher, rounds the bases. Or sometimes he'll you know, do that little bat flip and stare at the ball. I mean, it goes both ways. You get, I mean, you hear pitchers getting mad when batters uh, <clears throat> do that when they watch the ball uh, leave the park. And these batters get mad when a pitcher talks crap to the teammates or talk crap to them. I don't know. I mean, it's part of the game. I mean, I think Alex Verdugo is overreacting. I don't think he should be getting mad over something like that. Um, but I don't know. Um, I mean, it's part of the game. And I know Vert, Alex Verdugo was sticking up for his former teammate in French Cord, uh, Cordeo and Bobby, uh, current teammate Bobby Dalback. And I know what, as a player, you probably don't want to see that happen to your teammate with a pitcher uh, yapping his lips. Um, you no, know, these two teams don't play each other until May. So, I mean, with Alex Verdugo, um, no calling him out. No, take it on him when you uh, fit. You know, if he pitches against you that in that series of May, take it out on him. Take it on him. Take him out of the uh, no. Take him out of Fenway. And when you, if you take it out of Fenway, stare at him when you're around the bases. And don't if you know, if you if he strikes you out, don't act like a little bitch if he you no know, tells you to sit down. Um, Next we got is uh, Fernando Deceased Jr. starting his minor league uh, rehab stint uh, this just past week. Um, he's still serving the game suspension for a uh, performance-enhancing drug use while uh, will begin a minor league rehab assignment under with a Triple A El Paso Triple uh, A El Paso on Tuesday. Uh, Yes, uh, Tatis' rehab stint is the final step of a uh, prepare for his return to the team following his suspension. He's eligible to join the Padres on April 20th when they visit the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, now, I'm kind of excited to see him come back. You know, the way this Padres team is right now, I mean, this Padres team is stacked. Uh, this Padres team is obviously going to compete with the Dodgers on the NL West. 
I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see him come back and see what this Padres can, team can do. You know, this team made the NLCS without uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. this past, uh, this, you know, just back in October. Um, can they recuperate that again? Get back to the playoffs? Maybe win a division? Because if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the Dodgers have won that division the last, what, eight, nine years, something like that. Um, you know, maybe with him coming back and having that star power, um, you know, maybe he can help this Padres team find them in the NL East or uh, NL East, uh, NL West. Um, but no, I'm excited to see him come back and you know, see what he can contribute to this uh, you know, already stacked Padres team. I mean, this team has so much talent. Up and down the roster, that team has so much talent. Um, next, we're going to jump into some um, basketball news. We're going to talk about teams that have clinched the playoffs. Um Raptors uh, clinched the playoff uh, spot uh, with uh, with a win in uh, Nets victory. Um, right now, they are losing to the Celtics, seventy three to forty seven, as I speak right now. I'm doing this uh, episode on a Friday uh, instead of a Saturday. Um, Nets, Nets, uh, Nets also clinched a playoff spot after beating the Wizards. Um, I know being a Boston Celtics fan, I'm supposed to hate the Knicks since they're New York team, but I'm kind of happy to see the Knicks make the playoffs. Um, Bulls, Bulls also clinched a, uh, playoff, uh, uh, clinch a playoff, a play in, not play a play in, um, Bert despite losing to the Hawks. Uh, I don't know, I just, I, I do not like the play in tournament. I think the play in tournament is so stupid. I don't like the playoff, I, I just, leave it one through eight. Now, why you, I mean, I, maybe you really don't consider the, uh, play in tournament as, and the playoffs, you're playing to get into the playoffs. I just think the playing tournament is stupid. We went one through eight. Um, I, I just, again, I know what the NBA is trying to do. Give them more games. Get more ratings. Get more money. But I, I just, I think it's stupid. Leave it one through eight. You don't need a seven versus ten, an eight versus a nine. Then, then they do no. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to remember how it works out. I think that seven plays a ten. Eight plays a nine. I'm trying to remember how it worked. The play in tournament works out, but how it works out just stupid. I I, I hate the play in tournament. I, I think they should get rid of it. Go back to the one versus eight. Um, uh, Bucks clinching the uh, number one overall seed uh, after beating the uh, Bulls just uh, two days ago. Um, Hawks also clinch a play in tournament. Uh, stupid makes I just. So friggin' stupid, man. I, I friggin' hate the playing tournament. Um, the Nuggets uh, clinching uh, number one seed in the Western Conference. Um, I don't know. I just... I kind of feel like they might be a fraud come playoff time, the Nuggets. I just I, I might sound crazy to a lot of you guys if you guys are listening this far, but I just don't see the Nuggets making it past the first round. If they do, I I don't see them making it to the third round. I really don't. I, uh, I don't know. I just I just don't not I just don't see this team making it far in the playoffs. Um, but I don't know. No, we'll see. I mean, they they do have a reigning two time MVP on that team, but uh, I just. 
don't know. I just just there's something about this team that's giving me the Dallas Mavericks vibes from 2007 when they lost to the um the Believe uh, Warriors team. They just just give me that vibes. I just I this team does. There's just something about this team that's giving me the feeling that they're going to lose in the first round. Uh, but then again, they do have the um. They do have the uh, reigning two-time MVP. Possibly might win his third. Uh, Celtics clinched the uh, number two seed with a win over the Raptors just a few days ago. Um, I don't know. It just... The Celtics, I mean... No, the thing about the Celtics this season, there was a stretch of games the Celtics looked good and they would play good. Then there was a stretch of games the Celtics looked bad. Um, and right now they don't have Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is uh, might not be ready. Will be ready for the playoffs. Cut his hand and picking up a vase. Um, he also said um, <clears throat> Jalen Brown partnership with Jason Tatum. I get why people are always trying to break up duos. Um, he says I get why people are trying to break up duos. Be uh, Brown said because so far Jason and I have been incredibly successful. Hopefully we can uh, win more. The one thing we want to put uh, uh, the one thing we want to put the ribbon on top would be a championship. Um, you know, I know he just came out and said stuff, you know, Celtics fans being, uh, some Celtics fans being racist. Um, I don't know. I mean, just something, a part of me doesn't feel like Jalen Brown wants to be in Boston anymore. I think what Jalen Brown's looking at right now is Jalen Brown is looking at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is saying, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Jalen Brown is saying, I don't want to be in this guy's shadow anymore. I want to lead my own team. I want to lead my own team. I want to lead my own team. I want to be a leader of my own team. And I think what Jalen Brown is looking at, because I, honestly, I think Jalen Brown, I honestly think Jalen Brown wants out of Boston. I don't think Jalen Brown wants to be here anymore. I think he wants to lead his own, <coughs> lead his own team. And he's looking at Jason Tatum saying, I'm in this guy's shadow. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like Jalen Brown does not want to be here. And I honestly could see him leaving. Um, I, mean, I don't want him to leave. I love Jalen Brown's game. I, I mean, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are great. Are, are, they're a good duo. But I just, I really don't think, you know, he wants to be in Boston. After making the comments he made about some of these fans, I honestly think he wants out of Boston. I don't think he wants to be here anymore. Um, I mean, I hope the Celtics can extend him. I hope the Celtics can keep him. But I... I really feel like he does not want to be here. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I obviously don't want. I obviously don't want him to leave. Um, <clears throat> speaking about the uh, playoffs, um, I'm I'm all over the place, guys. I'm going story to story. Um, Zion Williams might not be ready for Pelicans potential playing games. Uh, he has missed at least 43 games with a hamstring injury. Um, the best possible outcome for uh, Williamson uh, would be return to practice before, uh, before or during the first round of the uh, of the playoffs if the Pelicans get that far. Uh, it's really hard. Um, David Griffin said, "We uh, we may <coughs> we we may never get to the point either if it's not a situation uh, where all goes uh, things align, uh, and he feels that he needs to feel. Um, then we uh, we're not going to let him uh, get to the next phase. Um, I mean, he's." <coughs> He just played in 29 contests this season after missing all of the 21-2022 campaign with the foot injury. 
Um, he's just uh in just 114 games over his four-year NBA career. Um, he's young. No, he's only 21 years old, 22 years old. And I already have all these injuries, and I can remember the height he got from high school through college, getting drafted number one overall. I mean, he's had this hype so much, <clears throat> and I mean, I like Zion Williams. I like Williamson. I like that. I like Zion Williamson. I just, I hope it's not a situation where he's going to constantly get injured, constantly get injured, constantly get injured. I don't want to see that. I never want to see that for a player. I think he's a good player, but no, he's he's young. He's 21, 22 years old, and he's already had all these injuries. I mean, that's that's not good. Um, I, I I mean, I I would hate to see his career have to get cut short because all these injuries keep happening. I mean, he's missed a lot of time throughout his young career. Um, I feel, it just feels like every other month he's hurt. <clears throat> um, the Hall of Fame class has been announced. Um, Dirk Nowitzki, uh, Tony Parker, Mark Russell, uh, Jordan Dwayne Wade, Becky uh, Hammond, and Greg Popchers are the headliners for the 2023 class that will be uh, uh, will happen on uh, August 11th and 12th at Sembers at Connecticut, Massachusetts. Um, no, congratulations to all those players, and um, especially you no know, Greg Bokovich, uh, one of the best coaches to ever step foot on a court. And uh, last but not least, um, which I don't think they should do this, uh, Dallas Mavericks plan to resign Kyrie Irving despite uh, last season, uh, late season collapse. Um, I saw the stat with uh, what the, what the record is with um, I forget what it is. I gotta look it up. So Dallas has an eight and sixteen record since Kyrie Irving made team debut. Um, wow. They're eight and sixteen with Kyrie Irving since coming to the team, and I forgot what the record is on both of the three and six. Three and six. Wow. No, I'm sorry, my bad. They're five and eleven with uh, Kyrie Irving all time. Um, so the five and eleven Luke and uh, Kyrie play, if that makes any sense. Wow, I mean that is friggin' bad. No way. Instead, uh, Kyrie Luka Fellowship has come a seven and nineteen record, fifth worst in the NBA, in staggering into the uh, off season with oh my god, puke all over their shoes. Wow, you know when this trade happened, I mean people were going nuts saying this might be the one of the best backwards in the NBA, and that has backfired. That trade has absolutely backfired on the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And uh, Luka's not. I mean Luka, Kyrie's not resigning. Kyrie's going to go to L.A. to team up with um, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He's not going back to Dallas. He He's going he's going to L.A. He's going to go to L.A. to team up with uh, 
Le- LeBron Anthony Davis. I mean, this is a failure. I mean, Dallas thought you no know, him and Dallas thought that Luca and Kyrie was going to be this amazing duo and you no know, go out and absolutely destroy the West. And this team, if they lose tonight, they get eliminated from the playoffs. And this Dallas team just made the Western Conference Finals last season. I want to see what that score is right now. All right, right now they're winning twenty nine to twenty six. Um, if they win, they're still alive. And obviously, if they lose, their uh, they will be eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, anyways, guys, um, and I just want to say again, guys, if you guys listen this far, you know, thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, I know I'm not want to be with this podcast yet. No, I've been to this podcast for almost, you know, four years, and I'm not quite there yet. Um, I'm just hoping I do get there one day. I just gotta, you know, just keep, you no know, striving, striving, striving. Um, no, I just really want to make this podcast the best I can, and I really want to get this podcast out there one day. You know, ever since I started this podcast with Will, you know, four years ago, Will's out doing other things. He has a new job. Um, no, I did this with my brother Ryan for just a, you know, year. Maybe I did it with Ryan for the no, he stopped doing it. Um, but you know, I'm not going to stop doing this podcast. You know, I'm just going to try to get this podcast out to the best I can. Um, I'm just hoping one day that this will eventually take off me. I really do. Um, like I said, no, I said this last week, guys, no, no matter what, no, your dream is, you know, go out and do it. You know, I, I don't care what it is, if it's starting a YouTube channel, if it's starting a podcast, if it's you no know, changing your career, if it's doing this, if it's doing that, um, just go through and do it, you know. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. You know, I say to myself a lot, this podcast is never going to take off. But, you know, I can't think that way. Neither can you. You know, if you're going to start something, do something. You can't think that way and say, it's not going to work out for me. It's not going to work out for me. You're right. It's not going to work out for you because you're not, you're doubting yourself. You just got to go through and do the best that you can. And I'm going to do the best that I can. I want you guys to do the best you can. And uh, you guys will be hearing me next week. And I promise you guys I'm going to work on this podcast the best I can. Um, I got to figure out ways to make this podcast better. Um, I'm going to try my best to make this podcast better. Anyways, guys, thanks for always listening. You guys are the best. And you guys will be hearing me again next week. Have a good weekend.